Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. It is Thursday, the 18th of June of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and we are kicking off your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. I'm not sure there is a better way to say Happy Father's Day than this. Denny's just announced they're making bacon bouquets for Father's Day this year. I love it. And it is what it sounds like. Just a whole bunch of bacon wrapped up in paper like a bouquet of flowers. Aww. Mm -mm. Yeah. If you want to get one, you need to order $25 worth of food from Denny's on Postmates tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday. I like it it smoked and I like it fried. I like it with eggs on the side. My love for bacon will never die. I want bacon, bacon, bacon. Yeah, and if you put the promo code <laughs> bacon bouquet in there, they'll actually throw one of the bouquets in for free. Oh, that's nice. Fine. You guys ever had like the bacon they have at Keystone where they serve it in a pint glass? Yes. Yeah. Stuff it in there and like oh. bring it out oh, to you. Man. Oh, they do it that that at the Eagle too. Yeah. Oh, they run sugar they do bacon. It there. Yeah. That's right. That it's candied great. and it is like a party. Years mm. ago, we met some friends in sh- in Chicago and my friend Amber was there and she's like, "I booked us a special treat tonight." I was like, okay, and I I trust Amber, so we get in a cab or an Uber, and we go to this one part of town, Chicago's a big town, I don't know all the neighborhoods, in the city somewhere, and we go into this dive bar, and it was a bacon pairing experience. Oh, so they like br- bacon and beer? Or yes, bacon and- so they, oh. they brought out, like, this is a stout beer, and then they brought out a pile of bacon for the table, and it was like peppered bacon, oh. and... I mean, I didn't know there were that many types of bacon. It went on all night, and I was a wow. bloated mess the next day. <laughs> nice. But so well worth but it. It, it, so sounds good. Like it was so good. It was a really fun experience. Yeah. It's not wow. my. I, I'm the only exception, I think, to this rule. I'm not a big bacon person. I'm more of the sausage family. That's all right. Yeah. I don't know, but I was talking about on our Facebook Live where the nearest Denny's is, and the only one I could find was on the Walton Verona exit. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Little moon over my hammy. Oh, I forgot about that really good sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the name of it. Couldn't even tell you what the sandwich is. I would like a Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. $5.99. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. I was going to say, wasn't it only like $4 or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know how your your digital voice assistant like Siri or Alexa is is just kind of okay at understanding you and giving you helpful answers to your questions? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And that really peeves me. It's so bad I shut it off. 
Oh, well, I do enjoy when I'm trying to find my phone and asking him, like, where are you? <laughs> that's helpful, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not irritating enough. Evidently, they do even worse when there are actual stakes involved. Uh, according to a study out of the University of Alberta in Canada, voice assistants are not a reliable source of information during a life or death emergency. Here's what I found on the Internet. Oh, yeah. Yes, I yeah. think that. The researchers asked 123 different critical first aid questions about things like heart attacks, poisonings, uh, choking, to the to the four most common digital voice assistants: Amazon's Alexa, Google Home, Apple's Siri, and Microsoft's Cortana. I want to ask how how do you tie a tourniquet? Oh, ask. Let's ask Siri right now. Yeah, why yeah. not? Hey Siri. Have yours turned off? No, it's on. It's just on mute. But she said, uh, "Hey Jeff." Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's try that again. Right. Hey Siri. Uh, nothing. She's ignoring. I mean, you I'm today. bleeding out I mean, over you here. See it over. Yeah. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I'm already dead. Come hey, on, Siri. Siri. Yeah. No. Oh, it's because maybe you don't have it turned up. Oh, there you go. Was Jen. that you, Jen? It's me. Could you please repeat what you said? How do I do a tourniquet? Okay. I found this on the web for how do I do a tourniquet. <laughs> Check it out. No, I need you to tell me. It says position the cloth towel or other material, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Hey, Siri. Can you tell me how to tie a tourniquet without looking it up online? Okay. I found this on the web for how to tie a tourniquet without looking <laughs> This is why. I just can't. <laughs> Yeah, they found that Google gave. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Acceptable medical advice, fifty six percent of the time, but not great. That's my that favorite. Great. I do love the OK Google instead of Siri because when you do say something like OK Google, how do I tie a tie a tourniquet? It would say, according to the website WebMD, a tourniquet can be tied by blah blah blah. Yeah, Alexa came in even worse at only nineteen percent, and Siri and Cortana never came through. Mm. See? So if there's a real emergency, it's a much better bet to just call 911. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Please. Even when you call your doctor, that's what they say. Like when you call your doctor to make oh, yeah. an appointment, it's like if this is a real medical emergency, hang up and dial 911. Right. No brainer. Yeah. See, just so many people that don't know what a real medical emergency is. Yeah. I mean, how many people have not been going to the hospital? They're in the middle of a heart attack and they're not going to the hospital because they're afraid of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you're having severe chest pain, I think you should call 911 and get into the ER. 
Meanwhile, the coronavirus model that was used by the White House is now projecting that coronavirus will claim 200,000 American lives by October 1st. The White House is saying the jump is a result of, quote, rising mobility and premature relaxation of social distancing, which is not a surprise to a lot of people. I think most people have just kind of made the decision that they're going to. It's worth the risk. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Six states reported record case increases on Tuesday. Florida, Texas, Arizona, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Nevada. Nevada, sorry. But a lot of the governors of those states are saying, well, of course we're seeing a spike because there's increased testing. However, Texas did have an 11% increase in hospitalizations in a single day. So we're definitely seeing a spike for sure. And now that the FDA has said that uh, oh, this drug, hydro, hydroxychloroquine, hydroxy, hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine mm-hmm. uh, should not be used to try to treat coronavirus. The U.S. is now stuck with 63 million extra doses. <laughs> the government started stockpiling them when the White House went all in on the drug. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There may be a clearance sale on that drug here in the near future. And 49% of graduating high school seniors say their plans have changed as a result of the pandemic. And that includes about a third who are planning to delay their start date for college. I I think, as Ingrid explained to me, she's attending Stanford this fall. She goes, she leaves, I think, uh, the first week of September, which is a week early. They're starting classes a week early. And they go in not trimesters, um, quarters. quarters, right. And it's my understanding she comes back Thanksgiving and doesn't go back until at least possibly the spring. So they're doing like you do a quarter and then you're off a quarter and then you do a quarter and then you're online a quarter. If that oh, makes wow. sense. Yeah. So they're going to have like kids basically alternate. So that the campus on. isn't completely full. Yeah. There- that is. Okay. That's her understanding. And, well, and I think this is still in process, so it could evolve between now and then, but that's what it's looking like. But I think they're also trying to get it to where so many kids go home all over the world for Thanksgiving or whatever it is. They're yeah. trying to like not have all of those people come back. Traveling at the yes, same time. Yes, traveling at, at the same time, coming back, maybe spreading different things. Yes. Ooh, this is cool. Kraft has released face masks featuring macaroni and cheese, the Kool-Aid Man, Heinz ketchup, and more. Fun. I have to get online and look for some of those. Uh, Bad news for butt sniffing, though. The FDA says that your dog needs to follow social distancing guidelines, amongst other dogs, because dogs can catch coronavirus. And while it's not clear if they can transmit it to humans... The experts say it still makes sense for them to keep six feet from other dogs. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. It is going to be a tough one because (laughs) we've been hearing from uh, Kristen's daughter, Emma, who lives in D.C. with her boyfriend, and they go to the dog park every day, and there's not a whole lot of social distancing, or at least dog social distancing going on there. There's a rumor making the rounds on Facebook that leaving onions around your house can fight illnesses because they absorb germs. Really? That's the rumor, <laughs> but it's not true. No. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's happening on that front. 
Some of the latest developments from the protests around the U.S. and around the world and the growing amount of change they're bringing. Garrett Rolfe, the Atlanta police officer who fatally shot Rayshard Brooks outside of a Wendy's last weekend. You may have heard since yesterday he's been charged with murder plus 10 other charges. He could face the death penalty or life in prison without parole. Wow. The district attorney has decided that uh, he's determined that Brooks did not pose a serious threat. The officer did not provide medical attention, and he even kicked Brooks after he shot him in the back while Brooks was on the ground fighting for his life. Meanwhile, George Floyd's brother, uh, Philanese Floyd, spoke in front of the U.N. Human Rights Council on Wednesday and asked them to investigate, quote, police killings of black people in America and the violence used against peaceful protesters. For their part, Senate Republicans unveiling a proposal yesterday to police reform. It doesn't call for a ban on things like chokeholds and no-knock warrants, but it does tie financial incentives to police departments who phase them out. So that could have a real impact. It's interesting how, you know, when they talk about, they use the term defund the police as a way of diverting some of that money to uh, social programs, but Part of that expense is now going to involve for a lot of departments. They need to spend money on the body cams because it's looking more and more like every officer in the country is going to have to have wear, to wear one, one, and that's going to cost money. Do you guys know how often police officers are screened for mental health issues? Like, is that, a, is that a regular thing? And I really hope it becomes a regular thing at some point. I mean, with a stressful job like that. You can see how somebody would just, after a few rough days, sure, just snap like a good person, have a mental break and snap and do something <clears throat> horrible. Yeah, and I mean, are they kind of talking to cops on a regular basis, just well seeing where they're at and making sure? I mean, I know when they when there's like a major event, they have somebody that comes in. Yeah, sometimes like they force them. They say you gotta, you know, after yeah. after what happened, you gotta go in. But yeah, um, and I don't know how it's done now. And I'm sure you know maybe someone from law enforcement can chime in and enlighten us on this. But I have known police officers from the way distant past mm-hmm. who were struggling with issues and did not get help because they didn't want it discovered. By their superior officers or anyone to know because of what was going on, because they were afraid that it would send a red flag and letting his superiors know that this guy's struggling with something. Maybe we should take him off the streets. Didn't want to lose their job. And then there's the stigma that goes along with it. Right. Shame that then follows. But I don't know if that's changed. I hope it has. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 753. Sun and Cloud Mix. Pop-up thunderstorm chance. High of 84. Uh, let's see, right now it's 65 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, I don't know if you heard President Trump saying that uh, he thinks Colin Kaepernick should get a second chance in the NFL. Did oh, you yeah? hear that? By the way, how do you think, I mean, you know, it's been a few years. I mean, if, if there is an NFL team that gives Colin Kaepernick a chance, has anybody really watched him or seen him play lately? I don't, I mean, didn't they do a big, didn't he have a big tryout last year? And, and I thought he was supposed yeah, he to, but that. I can't remember if he showed up. I don't remember the circumstances. What was your question about I him? Mean, Colin Kaepernick. What kind of shape is he in right now? Well, I mean, he hasn't been playing for a while. 
obviously. But That's what I was thinking. He was I mean, a backup but even when he was, wasn't he third string? Yeah. He was third string when he started kneeling. But he also was a Super Bowl quarterback. He was in a Super Bowl. Prior to. Before that. So President, the talent is there. President Trump weighing in on Colin Kaepernick. If he deserves it, he should. If he has the playing ability. He, was, he started off great. And then he didn't end up very great in terms of a, as a player. He was terrific in his rookie year. I think he was very good in his second year. And then something happened. So uh, his playing wasn't up to snuff. The answer is absolutely I would. As far as kneeling, I would love to see him get another shot. But obviously he has to be able to play well. <laughs> He's really come around on that, President Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. It would be interesting to see him practice or do some trials with, you know, just some teams. Yeah. yeah, a lot right. of people needs, see, yeah. If anybody needs a second or third stringer. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's um, And by the way, the NFL commissioner, for his part, Roger Goodell, said he would encourage any team to sign a quarterback. But um, according to TMZ, Cap has been training nonstop for the opportunity, so... I don't know. Cool. That, would be, that would be a really amazing comeback. Yeah, maybe you know? President Trump's comments will... Well, maybe he Help has chances. some different confidence now, too. Like a lot of times, like what he's talking about, maybe something happened, like m- their mental game gets off a bit. Right. Maybe now he has a different mental game and can bring that. He might be feeling more confident and strong. Uh, a little than more he's empowered. Felt. Well, yeah. If, now that he's been validated. Sure. Now that so many people are turning around and saying, <laughs> okay, now I get why he was kneeling. Oh, okay. Yeah. What a brave dude to be one of the first. Yeah, physically to make a looks great. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dale Earnhardt Jr. will join his father in the NASCAR Hall of Fame, which is pretty exciting. This was, I guess, his first year of eligibility. When my name was chosen, I was just uh, it was very emotional. Even just sitting here right now talking about it, it's really emotional because I feed off of uh, affirmation. There's no greater pat on the back or a tip of the cap than this. Good. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.